This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. Hey guys, it's time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the Awesome Cast, episode 518. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, ready to talk tech, have fun. We have costumes this week. I am um, Ryu, of course. Got It's official. It's official Street Fighter. You got it right there. So now you know what, what I am. I'm not just a random guy with a headband. Uh, so there you go. Uh, and I'm wearing it. Um, I think Karate Kid style. Uh, but anyways, we got a hell of a crew with us and a special guest. First of all, he is the gadget guru with Big Bank International Esquire over there in the Big D, Dormont, PA. He is John Chachilla. How you doing? Good, sir. Good. How are you today? I'm doing all right. Uh, so, so what are you for the audio listeners uh, today? Oh, what are of you? Of course, young... I'm Iron Man. What are you, young man? I have I have my arc reactor. I even have the old school. Is my helmet piece there? Oh, maybe. Hold on, it'll come. There we go. <laughs> ah, he's got so much stuff that lights up. That's fantastic. I've been big on the lights this year. If you if you've seen my my if you've driven back to the studio recently, <laughs> I'm, 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 it's like all LED lights. Uh, but anyways, also with us, uh, she is uh, what? What do I announce you as anymore? I don't know. I'm I'm distracted by your costume. She is the I? Hello Kitty extraordinaire expert <laughs> of the show. Uh, Katie Dutters is with us as well. <laughs> I'm Hello Kitty. Yes, you are. So Hello Kitty has a mask. Yes, I've. Um, this is actually, and I love bringing this out because it was a wedding. We were in a wedding a couple. Oh gosh, at a wedding a couple years ago. I think it's been now. And everyone got favors, which was a mask that we wore. It was a masquerade type wedding, and mine was Hello Kitty. So I love bringing this out, and it's so pretty. It's a pretty, you know, it's very, my personality. It is very ornamental for for mm-hmm. for a mask on top of there so that's awesome <laughs> i don't get enough chance i don't get enough chances to wear it so i broke it out for my days of uh wrestling <laughs> yes yes the the uh ra- ra- radioactive radioactive fashion show radiation, radiation fashion ra- show. radioactive fashion show that's something different probably but <laughs> i know now spider-man hi guys <laughs> it's, a, it's a more glowing involved i think but uh, <laughs> also we have a special guest with us this week uh he is he's going to talk us about custom pens he is Chris Momberger, friend of the show, joining with hey, Panster, Panster, and what are you, young man? Uh, I am Riker from that Enterprise of Star Trek where they got caught in some sort of temporal flux, and there were a million different Rikers. Uh, I will be various Rikers throughout the time you're talking. Various Rikers throughout the Various <laughs> Rikers from the show, yes. Right so- now, I am the Riker. From the uh, worst timeline, as you can tell by my messy hair, okay. where the Borg is just everywhere, okay. and he just wants to go outside. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, 
so 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 is this like uh, is this like into the Spider Verse? Is this into the Riker Verse? It is exactly what it is, only much crappier. Okay, okay, okay. But on a but on a, uh, a Facebook Live uh, podcast budget, I get it. I get it. Yeah, that's right. That's so, right. Fantastic. Well, hey, I can't wait to talk about that. You've got, uh, you know, seen some of your wares. I, I can't wait to talk about what you're doing over there uh, here in a little bit. But first, please, everybody, go check out our wares over at awesomecast.com. Just subscribe to this show on your favorite podcast player, or you can check it out over on YouTube. Or, uh, or uh, we are actually streaming live every Tuesday night at nine p. Or no, that's the other show at seven p.m. Eastern time, unless you're in a different time zone than that. Um, and uh, that is a stream streaming live of course on the awesome cast facebook uh page as well as we are streaming over on your periscope twitter page youtube uh twitch for sorgatron media whatever is easier for you guys to watch us whatever's more convenient but of course we are mostly keeping an eye out because all my iphones died and we're out of space that's okay they're going to get replaced here in a few weeks uh but <laughs> so we can watch those chat rooms again new system coming soon i'm asking santa for it um but uh so current time Riker says dave potter in the chat room uh, <laughs> Uh, but you can check that out. You can also hit us up. Awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com is the email. Tweet us at mayhem or at awesome. Oh, damn it. At all, I'm sorry. There's a lot of prep for mayhem show. So it's on the top of my head right now. Like this headband. Um, I should loosen it. Uh, but <laughs> also we have a great Facebook group for the awesome cast. Um, and of course, shout out to our audio partners, our friends at the 405media.com that have been carrying us on their stream uh, daily, I do believe. And over at postindustrial.com that have been sharing a lot of great uh, Pittsburgh podcasts with the world. Uh, also, thank you to our supporters over at patreon.com slash awesomecast, our friends at the Coffee Club label, Matt Weller and John DeGore, and John Carmen, both the Johns, uh, our friends at the Fan of the Show level, Michael Fedor, pghmuseums.org, Professor Buzzkill, the great podcast, and, of course, Dave Podner, who was hanging out in the chat room as well. So, uh, you guys, again, can support us as well at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Let's talk about the news first, and apparently Dutters is the news. <laughs> I feel like I'm always appearing somewhere randomly. It's it's like you never left your like public like persona uh, 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 job that you had because now I'm just like seeing pictures of you in different places. You know, <laughs> it's a double. It's a different one. I feel like I've just like transformed into a different <laughs> less less zombies, more pink, more pink, much more pink. Yes. Oh, so gosh. So today, um, McGee hosted this. So COVID has definitely changed a few things. And I, a couple weeks ago, I was on the sidelines for a free game for the Steelers, mm-hmm. you know, virtually on the sidelines. And today, virtually, we got to cook with a couple of the Steelers. Thankfully, we, the guests, did not actually have to cook. We just got to eat whatever, you know, this chili that they made. Mm-hmm. But they they had um, a couple of the Steelers come out and they um, they were on the screen um, making omelets, which was hilarious to watch. It's so funny watching people try to flip an omelet when they're not used to flipping omelets. <laughs> so it was, it was fun. Um, I took my mom uh, because she's also a breast cancer survivor. And they gave us some nice things. Like they gave us this nice little poster of the whole team. And they gave us pink towels like yeah. for the crucial catch. Yeah, pink, terrible towels. Nice. And then uh, I got this really nice, cute bracelet from the American Cancer Society. And I got a pin uh, with a NFL pin with a pink ribbon on it. And yeah, it was, it was just, it was fun to kind of, and we talked a lot about nutrition, which was really cool. I thought I, that was kind of the actual thing was to talk about nutrition mm-hmm. and, um, you know, learning about eating more of a plant-based diet and adjusting. And I learned things about olive oil today. <laughs> and, 
had lentils. It was nice. It was, it was a lot of fun. And I ended up learning a lot about nutrition, which was pretty cool too. That's great. So this is a partnership. Uh, is this a, this is a continuation of the partnership between UPMC and Steelers that, that, that you were involved with before? Yeah. Okay. It's, it, well, this is kind of, this is specifically with the Steelers. The other one was kind of like the NFL with oh, their okay. control catches. This is more Steelers related. Okay. But uh, yeah, we had uh, cornbread and lentils, uh, chili, which was really good. Mm-hmm. I thought it had a good time. And um, you got to ask, if you wanted to, you could ask the players a question. And I asked um, them, what's, what, what was their cheat day meals? <laughs> And uh, Gilbert and Tuit were the were the Steelers, and uh, Tuit said that uh, he liked anything pretty much pumpkin spice, uh, donuts, chips, coffee. <laughs> so I was real excited about that because that's this is my favorite eating season in the fall. I like Thanksgiving and anything pumpkin. That um, on, on that question was asked. Um, I was once at uh, the Arnold Classic when WWE was there, and uh, Triple H and Arnold Schwarzenegger were in the ring, and somebody asked him like what their cheat meal was. And uh, Arnold said he doesn't do cheat meals. And uh, <laughs> Triple H is just like, I love from French toast. I want to cheat. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, uh, he got a French toast pop, uh, if you will, from the crowd. So that's awesome. That's really cool. So uh, yeah, it's good. It's good to see you're getting out too um, safely as well. <laughs> so because I know that with the sideline, sideline thing you mentioned was going to be like you would have been out there. As part of that, mm-hmm. if it was, if you know, if things were the normal course of things, right? Watching so. them flip omelets live. Yes, yes. <laughs> Actually, yes. getting to see how tall I am next to like to it because he looks like a really big dude. Like, <laughs> <he> might... <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. And so that's going to be. I stare down at the little football players. That, that's been a, that's happened in a few occasions in my life where I've looked down on professional athletes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That in some professional wrestling right so yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah i was looking at some of your old interviews from the welterweight classic uh, <laughs> so um not too many people are six foot uh two at 200 at least under 210 pounds so um yeah. but uh and that's and then say the story you guys are featured on there um as, as on the trib uh, as we showed on the video version, Steelers cook up nice afternoon for breakfast cancer survivors at upc mcgee in oakland uh, you can go check out there is that gonna be part of the print edition do you know I'm hoping because uh, oh, my uh, aunt and I, uncle religiously read the paper, so I'll say, be getting those clippings. I don't now. think they do a print edition actually like, of the main oh, paper no. anymore. So, <laughs> well, to no. print it out and send it to them. <laughs> That's what you do now, <laughs> Mom. I'm in the paper. See, here you go <laughs> for my scrapbook. Absolutely, yeah. There you go, and then make sure you poorly cut around it so just like okay i mean that's just me and my cutting skills but uh you get the idea but oh yeah anyways but uh <laughs> so chilla uh well we got a couple video game related things here chill i'm gonna let you go first here um and I, this is a story that i tagged as well uh for the week so lego and unity have teamed up and they are allowing you to create mini games without writing any code i actually just started downloading this before the show mm-hmm. So I could give it a whirl because not only do you get to build your own Lego mini game or micro game, um, you can earn unlocks in the developer studio um, by going through some additional special things. I think if you share your game, um, you get some additional... Uh, fun stuff, and then you can also import custom creations from the online Lego marketplace to personalize the look. Um, so I thought this was pretty cool. Legos teamed up uh, with Unity for this. 
Um, so you do need to get the Unity development engine, but it kind of gives you a way to do it without having to write any code. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're familiar, I know a lot of people do this kind of thing with, um, I'm drawing a blank, Minecraft. Um, but this will actually let you build your own Lego mini game mm -hmm. um, and then share it out with friends. You're, you, it has behavior bricks, so you can generate actions when you connect the different bricks. Um, there's multiple islands you can do for an obstacle course. The minifigures can run, jump, and somersault. Um, trees, plants, evil gnomes, buildable fences and walls. There's a working elevator. Um, you can have pitfalls, um, such as exploding obstacles, and there's banners for you, whether you win or lose the game. So I think this is just super fun for anyone. Um, I don't think you're necessarily going to be building the next Star Wars saga, but uh, I don't know. It can kind of give you... Uh, I'm interested to see how long it takes to create a simplistic level and how you can build onto it over time, so... So Super this, looking forward to playing around with this. So this. And if anyone else gets into it, let me know, because I'd like to see their levels. So it looks like it, it, it's kind of like an introductory thing for, for kids to get into development, right? You know, the Unity engine and things like that, correct? Yes, but without having to... It seems like you, you're you not going to actually have to code anything. Yeah, absolutely. That was interesting. Kind of like, kind of like the, I've seen like the... the oh, there's somebody that was doing like a visual style um, coding that I've seen with some kids' groups when we recovered them a few years ago. Um and uh, you say Unity is. I mean, I think I think all the Lego stuff is built on Unity that I've been playing on, like Apple Arcade and things like that. Is this comparative? Because we have a lot. You know, I know, I know you, you and you and your son are into like Roblox and 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 Minecraft and things like things like that. Is this maybe a little on that creative side, or is it you you think more towards that more actual game development uh, kind of side? I, I think it's more on the trying to get people interested in coding and mm -hmm. same thing for roblox you can you can do some drag and drop stuff but if you want to get serious you have to start coding some stuff and the, interestingly there's a whole library of sample code in the roblox world mm -hmm. um i know people that have built um games for birthdays so virtually friends can come in and play a level and when you jump on the cake it sings happy birthday um but I think this is I think this is gonna be on a much smaller level, but also be able to get kids in even maybe prior to reading age. Okay. Or or being able to type. because um, that's the other problem we have is our our typing skills aren't aren't there at six years old yet. Yeah, yeah. It gets you there. Get you there. So that's uh so if you go over to uh unity.com or the store, it's under Lego Microgame if you're interested to find more information or uh, get that piece of it in, in, in the Unity development kit. And, and Unity, I believe, is free, correct, for, for anybody it, to download? Yep, and there's a kind of a shortcut. It's unity.com forward slash Lego. Yeah. Um, will jump you right to the to the long URL. I think they're one of those, like, I think they're similar to Unreal that you could develop whatever you want, but maybe publishing or publishing up to a certain amount of sales or downloads, you start cutting them in kind of thing, if I recall. Uh, so, I mean, which makes it, you know, just like Unreal, just, just perfect to just kind of start with, you know, um, for something like that. And I'd say it's universal for about, just about every platform, including and especially, um, um, the smartphone, uh, side of things too. So check it out. Uh, my thing is kind of weird. 
So this is actually something I heard from uh, Andy Anako. It was his it was his thing of the week actually over on MacBreak uh podcast last week and uh i i really i'm just kind of enamored with this thing first of all the practical thing that any of us here will probably want to want to put on their wish list right off the bat uh this is a this is a company called new wave toys newwavetoys.com and they do these really kind of specialized retro kind of things um for instance the thing that i'm balling by eyeballing here is the hotline 16,000 power bank that looks like a cassette player and not like that sweet Walkman that I had when I was my age, like the first Walkman-looking one um, that you uh, probably got in like 1985, I guess. Um, it's like 40 bucks uh, over there, and it looks really awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a it's 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 almost as big as your iPhone. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but no, it's it's a you know nice you know. 10 watt it's actually it's a wireless power supply i did not realize that i thought it was just a usb plug-in uh too so you can set your iphone on top of your tape player and it's going to charge up and they got some other cool stuff in there like they got some like uh a uh, uh, coin insert coin uh keychains and and lapel pins and things like that but the coolest weirdest thing are mini arcade units these things are. I want to see if I can find the one that they had the little action figure next to it. But these are. There's. There it is. Like they said. They said it's kind of comparatively. If you had an arcade unit, a functional arcade unit for your Barbie, this would be it. Uh, they. So it. It looks like the cabinet. It's fully functional. The game works. The controls work on this thing. It's about a hundred and twenty dollars for this thing it's probably like i don't know about three inches it's like a smurf could play this thing right um and the detail on this is absolutely one sixth scale arcade cabinets fully licensed plays um there was video they were shown of somebody like playing these things and i mean it, it's kind of comparative if you've seen at walmart i know i just picked up like the the tiny uh pac-man uh, uh, arcade thing that you'll see, like in those like plug-in games, like in, in that section of the toy section, if you've seen those. So it's, it feels along those lines, but just with like a much better build to it. And as far as the details, like even like the coin door opens on this thing. <laughs> That's how detailed these things are. But the the most impressive one I thought, and they do have a Street Fighter one. Um, they have a tr- Street Fighter Two Championship Edition one. They have a a fighter stick for uh, $14, and I believe it's fully functional, like a USB fighter stick uh, with the six-button controllers. Um, they got a couple other things in there. Um, where is, and this one, I think is just, I this might be their newest one. They have a pre-order for, um, I believe, Asteroids here um, that's on its way out. But uh, the cool thing is the Dragon's Lair one, because it has, when you get into it, it has the LaserDisc player. <laughs> And then, then, like, if you, I guess, if you open up the back, you can like pull the laser disc player out, and like the door opens, and there's a little laser disc that goes into it. I don't think this part is like functional, and that's what it plays off of or anything. But holy crap! Like, who says, yeah, let's make the little tiny <laughs> laser disc on this thing? It's incredible. Um, I, I <laughs> that we were discussing on the. On the group, I think Chachu says, "Why? I, why would I pay one hundred twenty dollars for this thing? This is a labor of love, right here. Look at, look at it. It even comes the laser disc comes in a laser disc sleeve, a very, very tiny laser disc sleeve. Like I'm like I'm gonna, my dog is gonna eat all this stuff. Uh, 
So, um, and I love that the box it comes in has the, all of the like. If you were getting this in a UPS box, like like the 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 the, the breakable and this side up and everything's on the box there. Um, it's it's really cool. Um, authenticity they're doing over there. Um, they call it the the replica X X replicates. Um, uh, for the arcade units. Um, there's a really, really cool new wave toys. I, I followed all their Instagram and everything just to see what they're coming up with. Cause it, it just, Oh, Oh, here's the other one. USB charge, uh, USB. It's a USB charger and it's a coin machine and even has the, uh, out of service light on it. And I guess it's functional for like $60. And I don't know. Wait, and apparently there's actually a thing where change will, will, can come no i guess they have some change that you can put in the uh put in the little slot there so um i I like the they sell the the carpet yes (laughs) the the uv based pad which is like an arcade carpet and Mm -hmm. it is uv reactive ink Mm -hmm. um that's like an old school arcade carpet with the stars and the lightning bolts yep yep so you can like get these things and have like a setup with your all of your you can have a mini arcade you know like I don't know on the coffee table or something I don't know, like on your display next to your NECA toys or something like that you can have your NECA Ninja Turtles playing street or I guess more appropriately uh, asteroids would be more of their time I guess eh, Street Fighter yeah, that, that, that that actually is probably when they were the hottest it was the like, Street Fighter age. Um, but, uh, 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 Chris, Katie, do you, are you interested in tiny arcade units? <laughs> uh, I am of the age where I would need the world's largest, uh, reading glasses to be able to play any of those videos. <laughs> Even to see the buttons, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'd just be mashing things. It'd be like Godzilla playing a video game. So you see like, like, like people our age, like, you know, just like, you know, looking at with like through their bifocals to play their street fighter. <laughs> Kind of it thing. Uh, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess I'll pick. I guess I'll pick Guile. Um, so, <laughs> <yeah>. that's, <laughs> that's awesome. It was. It was just a wild. And I, I. These can't be mass manufactured. These got to be some kind of like handmade kind of stuff too. So, um, I need to. Oh wait, there's an about me page. Maybe that tells me. Uh, so they, they, the team of makers with over 20 years of experience in design, development, marketing, and manufacturing of video game software, hardware, collectibles. So they've been doing this, and they just made it tiny. And it's a whole new thing. Love it. Well, make it, uh, speaking of makers, Panzer, you're, you're a maker of sorts. No, you're a maker, not of sorts. The, you're a maker of things. Sorry. I, I am. I'm going to be a different like. Now I'm going to be Cowboy right? Cowboy Riker. Or actually, this might be like uh, Jimmy Buffett Riker. It's like that kind of wicker. So it's like cheeseburgers in paradise, Riker. <laughs> yeah, now, now you just got that stuck in everyone's head. So thanks for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, a little bit of, uh, kind of about how I got started making this particular thing that we'll be talking about today, which is pens and, and small woodworkings, is um, when when all of this started happening, when the pandemic started happening. And um, we were talking about possibly sending people home from work uh, for extended period. At that time, it was two weeks. If you remember those 50 years ago when all this started. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was talk about being longer and longer and longer. 
I thought, boy, you know what? I'm going to go crazy if I don't have something to do or something to learn. So uh, I've always been kind of kind of a, 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 a maker of things, you know, from um, blacksmithing. Uh, I was talking about, uh, I used to do uh, pumpkin chucking with my friend John Kell a while ago. Okay. Um, so I, I needed something I could do, but still be socially isolated and socially distanced and still uh, get the stuff that you need to make things. And also I lived in a neighborhood, so I, I couldn't be going back to blacksmithing and, and hitting, you know, iron with it with a four pound hammer over and over again, because, you know, strangely, neighbors don't like that. What? Uh, what? <laughs> you know, you think that they would, but no. Uh, so uh, I went to Harbor Freight, uh, if I could it was a without an endorsement of it. And I bought a, a small little uh, workshop lathe and started messing around with it and making different things, uh, watching a lot of YouTube videos, and uh, eventually uh, started making um, pens. And I actually got to be uh, better and better and better and better at it, mostly because I had lots of time and kept doing it, kept making lots of mistakes, uh, to the point where I actually uh, started selling them and actually sell quite a bit of them. Uh, I try to make them as unique because everyone makes everyone has like a, a maple pen, you know, on Etsy that they that they do and, and different things. But uh, I try to uh, make things a little different, uh, which is uh, why I think what we'll be talking about in a few minutes here worked really well with for, for Katie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that is just not known as a shrinking violet uh, in terms of fashion uh, or uh, her appearance. So. Um, <laughs> You know, you know when uh, when you have an opportunity to help a friend, I almost think there's a moral obligation. Yeah, you, you do what you can to help people, and um, it was nice that 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 my hobby and and very very small business intersected uh, with something I thought would be very very cool, which is which is helping uh, our friends. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, the, the, so, so tell us, tell us about what, what you're doing with for daughters, and then I want to get into some of these varieties here because I'm, I'm I'm looking through these, and these are pretty fascinating concepts. Uh, I'm having fun with. Uh, so, um, when you hear there is no more helpless feeling uh, than I I can have when you know that a, a friend or a loved one is sick, hmm. and there's nothing you can do for them. You know, I I can't take. Uh, you know, uh, Katie's like like cancer way. We can't we can't share it all. So we it like it goes out. And by the way, uh, one kind of thing uh, is I've never heard anyone uh, making cancer seem cool like Katie did. It is a horrible <laughs> thing. Like, like uh, I do not wish I had it, but she does a good job of of really making it impossible if you can. Uh, so. Um, one of the things I, I thought I could do uh, is uh, things aren't great for a lot of people in the world right now economically. Uh, you know, there's lots of bills that go along with, with, with being sick. Uh, there's lots of bills we just, we just have in life. So um, I thought uh, as I watched Katie uh, do her fashion show of doing the, the different uh, wrestlers as she got different treatments, I was thinking, boy, it's so brave of her. You know, I should, I should make her something uh, or something for her. And so, what I came up with was a way to both help a friend, uh, do a tribute to a friend, and and also kind of, uh, you know, give myself that feeling of, of doing something small to help someone. 
Because, again, there's, I just felt absolutely powerless in the situation. So what I decided to do was to make a series of pens uh, specifically for Katie, uh, you know, that represent her and her journey. And, and I originally wanted to, to raffle them off, but uh, accordingly, apparently the federal government says that's uh, big government gambling. Uh, so we're going to go with, with an auction instead and take some of the, uh, the nicer pens that I made uh, for, the, for the, the Dutters line and uh, auction them off on eBay. And 100% of all the proceeds will go to the Dutters Foundation uh, to help <laughs> her uh, do whatever she needs to do to, to kind of get through this. And also, uh, some people are going to get some really, really nice things. Uh, I thought I'd do a series of, of three options uh, with three different types of pens and, uh, you know, uh, hopefully raise a little bit of, uh, of money for debtors and to raise awareness uh, for, A, what a great job that she has done being an ambassador for people who may feel hopeless with their cancer situation. Uh, because she is an inspiration. She's an inspiration for a health, healthy person. Uh, if you were going through that and you saw uh, the uh, the grace that, that she went through her cancer treatments with, uh, it would inspire anyone, um, you know, just as it did me. Um, and also, uh, you know, I also wanted to, to do that thing that represented that and to... Um, you know, to, to raise that, excuse me, to keep that reminder in people's minds through something that they can have in their hands, they can carry with them when they when they call it up, when they when they hold it, when they when they write something with it, it reminds them of uh, no struggle is is futile, uh, no situation is utterly hopeless, and there is always fun to be had, which is something that I really associate with Katie is. Uh, when things look dark, uh, there's always a chance to, to smile, to have fun, and to make other people smile. And uh, if you want, I thought I would uh, show you uh, some of the pens that I was talking about. Absolutely. All right. So we'll go with the one that is up on auction now, and then um, Mike in the show notes or whatever you do it, if you can post the link to it. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is one that, that Katie and I actually worked on together. I'm trying to get it in the, the right amount of light here. Uh, maybe I'll adjust this a little bit so you can see it a little bit better. There we go. So uh, Katie and I uh, picked out this pattern together, uh, and uh, I made it. The first one did not look great, uh, but uh, with, through some uh, some nice design work, we were able to get to make it better. So first of all, this pen is acrylic, and it has pink inlays of other kind of acrylic in there to give it a kind of a really three-dimensional effect. Uh, it's really, really striking in person. Uh, and it's beautiful. It has a nice heft to it. Uh, on it, it also has, there we go. Maybe if I adjust this a so, little bit less or more. Here I, we go. I have your pictures here as well that we're throwing up. So, okay. So we can get the uh, it has Savarsky crystals, mm -hmm. uh, both uh, for the, the, the pink ribbon uh, along the, the belt here. And then a big one on the top. Uh, it's a pretty hefty pen. It's a nice little twist pen uh, that really, uh, you can see it goes up and down. There you go. Uh, so this one is up for auction or, uh, or for uh, auction right now. Uh, a pen like this would typically go for about $120. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you want to put a bid on it, you can go over to eBay and uh, do that right now. This will be the, this is the first one that's up there now. Uh, when this one goes, uh, there's a couple others. And should I show them now, Mike? Or yeah, do go you, for do you it. Have Give a little preview. All right. Uh, number two, it's another pink one. This one is made from pink marble that I turned. It's a reconstituted stone. Uh, it's actually stone. Like it, it's it, it, it's cold like stone and it warms up in your hand. It has a nice heft to it. You can see the nice little veining in there. Um, it was really, really, really hard to make. Uh, uh, it really is, is very striking in person as well. Uh, it's one of the heaviest pens I've ever made. If you can imagine writing with marble, uh, this will definitely go noticed, be noticed by anyone that, that happens to see it. Uh, so uh, this will be done up for uh, auction whenever the, fir- the first one is done. And then the last one is actually my favorite, and I actually call it the Dutters, uh, because, <laughs> the, like I said before, uh, like, like Katie is very unique in her style. Uh, she wears her, her wild sensibilities like a badge of honor. So uh, what I did is I took a bunch of the different pieces I had uh that of woods that do not normally go together patterns that do not go together pieces of pens that normally do not go together and somehow much like daughters made it all work so with that behold the <laughs> daughters so you can, this pen is actually made from eight different pieces of wood Jeez. we have uh stripes here stripes here uh, we have solid wood here, which, which is a beautiful oak. Uh, more stripes here in the middle. You can see that. Uh, another band of stripes down here, which is actually three different pieces of wood together. And a little tiny bit right here at the end, a little bit of a rum barrel uh, taken from a barrel from uh, our friends at, at Maggie's Park. So it's a little bit of everything. But here's my favorite feature. And, and this is something that, that, uh, that <laughs> at first I thought, is this too corny or is this good? But if you can see in the middle, uh, let me get it right there. There are two belts right in the middle. instead of the normal one belt that you might see on a pen. And for me, that is, the, that is a, a wrestling champion holding two belts at the same time. <laughs> so uh, this pen is really <laughs> unique and priceless. Uh, one of a kind uh, that uh, probably no one would ever make again or want to make again, except for this one particular occasion. So this will be the piece de resistance over top. All the stuff uh, made right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, can be shipped out to you uh, whenever you're done. Uh, so this is what I've been working on for for, for gutters, and uh, I hope people like it as much as I do because uh, I really enjoyed making them. And I, whoever gets these pens, it is just, you know, any one of these uh, it is something that, that uh, it would be a great reminder uh, for, again, there we go, ribbons out, for overcoming adversity, uh, for supporting your friends, for having fun, and for never giving up hope. So uh, that is my contribution to Katie's recovery. And I, I hope uh, someone goes out there and bids a lot of money for it. <laughs> Fantastic. Those look amazing. Those look amazing. Yeah, thanks. Uh, it was, it was, it was, it was, I felt very bad. The first time, uh, the first 
and I, I tried to make for, for Katie. She and I picked out the, the, the materials together, and uh, it just it did not look good. And I, I sent her these, this very apologetic text saying, hey, uh, it's okay if you tell me this stinks. Uh, and it, it did stink. And she said, it kind of stinks. Uh, <laughs> but it only inspired me to do better next time. That's great. Oh, so it was like, we were going to include that, uh, of course, uh, that link in the um, in the show notes, and uh, we will uh, as you the new ones come up. Be sure that the the link is in those, and we'll be, get it out on the Awesomecast social media as well. Uh, uh, but, and actually, I'm going to add one more thing in for 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 Katie's. Oh, look, now I'm library. I'm sexy librarian Riker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of the other things I really enjoy making uh, on the lathe, it, it's my, my, my little pen company is, is Monberger's Modern Pens and Wands, are um, kind of Harry Potter wands. Um, and so uh, this is something that I've had for a while that also I think might be great, especially now because Halloween's coming up. Oh, I can be a Harry Potter. Right? Uh, <laughs> here's my little wand here. So this is uh, another thing that'll be up for auction for, for Katie. Uh, and this is a handmade uh, Harry Potter wand uh, made out of a hickory, so a very stout wood uh, with an antler, uh, a humanely harvested antler hilt. And then uh, inside every Harry Potter wand, you know, there is the wood, you know, and as well as an element. And inside every wand I make, there is a little chamber. Uh, that you can put something personal in, and I put something personal in there. Uh, it is a whisker from a one-eyed cat. My cat, Leela, also is in on helping uh, Katie. So this one will also be up. Uh, I'm going to put this uh, up uh, very shortly. Okay. Uh, but this custom Harry Potter wand can be yours. <laughs> there it is. Levioso. There we go. So I'm looking. I'm looking through your Etsy store over here, and like I said, I saw the I saw the pen with antler, but the wand with antler is even better. Um, but there's there's uh, it's just, so so you have everything. It, like it's not you're not just doing wands. I, I see a a, a, a hand turned wood ice cream scoop from Maple. Yes. from Maple and Awesome. It's labeled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of pens out there, so I try to write little funny stories for all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, ice cream scoops. There's bottle openers. Uh, there's little pens that are, are like little little tiny bullets with a lever action thing on there. There's a <laughs> a pen made out of a corn cob. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually a, a stabilized corn cob because there's nothing more than than uh, the writers, especially penmanship writers, enjoy more oh, here, than cor- a hearty ear of corn. Corn. Uh, so uh, I, I, that was when I just wanted to see if I could do it. Corn pen. Uh, it's, a, it's what? Corn pen? Corn pen. Corn pen. That's what it is. Corn pen. So, uh, so there's there's all kinds of stuff on there. I, there there's even pens that glow in the dark. I, I also uh, I also there. love the handwritten uh diagrams that you do. Uh <laughs> with the point to it, twist to open, made from corn cob. No way, yes way. <laughs> <laughs> gold like butter yeah and i would like to say that also that, that every pen that i make comes with free candy uh, oh, yeah. there's <laughs> always free candy associated with there because yeah that's how you get the kids hooked on pens is by giving them free candy oh geez let's see a razor in here a, 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 a wooden razor uh it's <laughs> Oh, these are great! I, I, I did, and I wasn't aware of this. I, I don't know if I just not been catching the post from you or something. 
but uh, I had no idea that this was going on over here. And and I think I follow you everywhere. So, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it, 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 again, it's just one of those things where as you, it's like with anything, yeah. as you become better on it, uh, first you master the basics and you, you make all your mistakes and you get better at that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can branch out and, and do other, other ones, uh, and, and become more and more creative. Uh, my friend John Slagus was over, and uh, his daughter. Who, my friend, this is for for daughters. Uh, my friend John Slagus is he's probably like maybe 13, 14 feet tall. Uh, he, he's a, he's a he's a tall gentleman, and his daughters are six four and six three. So uh, they would they would pat Katie gently on the head. Uh, up there. <laughs> uh, but one of his daughters is uh, dating a as a drummer. And uh, this weekend, uh, I, I, I took, uh, he, he came over, he brought over some drumsticks. And I actually made a pen, a retractable pen, out of a drumstick. So those will be up there soon as well. That's awesome. Yeah, That's awesome. It really is. A, a, it's fun. And, uh, you, you know, they're so unique. Uh, it gives people a, a chance to really kind of uh, show off their own personal style in a very low-key kind of way, uh, unlike me wearing a Starfleet uniform. It's uh, Mom Burgers Modern on Etsy. We will have the links in the show notes, of course. I'll probably be sharing a lot of it in the group, to be quite honest, So <laughs> at this point. so And I accepted the cookies on this page, so I'm going to get a lot of pen action, I'm sure, now. Uh, <laughs> so, hot pen action. Hot pen action and show title. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, you know what else is hot and amazing? Our good friends at Slice on Bright supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza here in Beachview, Carnegie. And, of course, over in East Liberty. A lot of cool stuff happening in East Liberty. Uh, well, as much as you can right now, I guess. <laughs> but, um, some great action going on there. Please go check them out. SliceOnBroadway.com. Thank you to them for supporting our show. And they're going to be feeding our replacement producer while I'm gone in the next few weeks. So <laughs> I gave them the heads up this week. So uh, thank you to those guys for supporting us and uh, everybody that's coming in here. When, you know, well, there's some mayhem was coming in here. We've been a fairly remote show for the last six months, like exclusively on here. And I'm really impressed that we've, we've been so good at uh, 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 keeping that consistent and keeping the energy up. Let's see. Hot pen action uh katie is there any stories you want to get out here let's get one story a piece here uh since uh we had a little bit a little bit of a late start and i know i know uh chill has got a pumpkin time so uh uh katie anything that's got your attention i think the uh the shopping on postmates is, is interesting okay so uh postmates is you know instead of just bringing you food you can order things from stores and it, it's just in la right now and um they're they worked with the nfl first and the was the Los Angeles Rams. That's what's out, who's out there now. And essentially, you can buy the item on Postmates and have it delivered the same day, so you're not paying for shipping. Um, and they'll have somebody bring it out. They mentioned some brands like very fancy, like Anastasia, Beverly Hills. Um, I don't even Big Red Sun. I didn't know really any of these brands, but apparently they're big in LA. I'm assuming. Okay. But yeah, they're gonna, there's going to be a shop category on the Postmates app if you're out there. And if you are an unlimited member for Postmates, you'll get free delivery on all your retail purchases. So is this like how I got excited when Spirit Halloween Store showed up on the Instacart app? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little fancier, maybe? <laughs> I think so. But this is like a high-end thing. Okay. All right. These are for fancy pants people. No, okay. but, or the NFL, NFL fans and fancy pants people. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you know. Uh, okay, I, I think everybody's probably expanding. Well, this this makes sense because everybody's probably expanding. Since nobody, like, uh, uh, let's say, a significant chunk of people aren't going to go to the store to experience this, right? So. Yeah. So this is the way to do it, and uh, I guess still support local. I'm not sure, you know, what the percentage or however they work that, like the other delivery services, but absolutely interesting. Yeah. Um, I wanted to at least get one of one of Dave Potter's stories in here, and uh, uh, Chris and Chilla, if you can pick one from another story from the rundown here each, and uh, we'll touch base on those too. Uh, but one of them that he mentioned, one apparently you can do four-hour live Instagrams. So uh, as I responded, um, um, get ready for my Instagram rock opera. We had a lot of singing on Mayhem Show last night. Uh, but anyways, but this is the one I wanted to talk about. And I'm actually consider I kind of want to. I actually want to kind of get into this um, because I've been wanting to learn Spanish. Look at my neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> so I want to know what's going on at the, the, the taco stand. Um, but uh, uh, anyways. Uh, I don't awkwardly ask people what that drink is that they're drinking, uh, like I did the other day. Uh, but anyways, uh, Duolingo has a bilingual true crime podcast that will entertain you while you learn Spanish. Um, it's El Gran Robo Argentino and tells the story of a 2006 bank heist in Buenos Aires. It looks fun. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I guess, yeah, they'll, they're going to, they're going to, uh, set it up and say it's going to it's it's uh, a serialized season of uh, of the po- Spanish podcast from Duolingo, which is geared towards Spanish learners and uh, and has 39 million unique downloads. They said so. It's a six episode season, includes interviews with real people as part of the heist, including journalists and in uh, investigators and even bank robbers. Uh, and they're narr- narrated uh, by Martina Casto. So um, go check it out. It, so it it it. And, and Duolingo actually has a lot of podcasts, or a couple of podcasts on uh, on iTunes. When I was start, trying to look for this um, as well, so um, that might be something I slip in there too. So I also download Duolingo again. I might try that. <laughs> so, um, Chilla, what do you got? If you go to the last thing in the show notes, and it's this will be a quick but easy one. So Amazon released their smart home dashboard on certain fire based devices mm-hmm. um which i thought was pretty cool they've done things like this on the their tv line of devices i don't think they have it as nice looking on their they're like echo type devices and i wish this would come now i want to go like see tomorrow if i does my show update and i get like a really cool interface to to for working with all my smart home stuff um it looks really nice on the fire tablet. And Mm -hmm. when I think about this, I'm hoping that they roll this out to other operating systems or within the Alexa app itself, kind of how they've brought different components. Like I can go into my, Oh, I'm keep saying her name. Sorry. I can go into my a train on my phone and I can get to some of these types of menus, but it's not, a pretty dashboard and it's a lot of taps deep into the app um so i don't know i'm i'm excited for how this looks especially from the fact that you can actually see kind of like a, it looks like a um, images from the camera if you have multiple cameras um bringing this all into one place i think makes everyone's life easier from like a control center type perspective so, so I'm hoping they bring this cross-platform, but at least for the the Fire type tablets, um, 
this come this is rolling out currently. Yeah, that's cool. Because I've I've been wondering about that. Because again, as I was telling you about my uh, woes with my smart devices uh, here, uh, but um, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't even remember how to put it, something on my Echo <laughs> that I have in the living room. <laughs> so um, no, it looks like I mean, it looks like a fancy version of like what I get with the Google Home and the Apple Home apps, right? Yep. I mean, more tabletified, obviously. But. Yeah, and I think for that kind of, if you have more than like three or four devices. You want that kind of large-scale dashboard-type interface. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, of course, Chris, I realize I realize I never gave you a document for you to look through the stories. Uh- <laughs> I, 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 I have a story. Anyhow, if you okay. want a story that's Perfectly. not in the show. Notes. By the way, now I'm Star Wars writer. Ah, well, that, that's <laughs> blasphemous right there. You better watch yourself. And it's even more. This would been more impressive if I would have had batteries in this. Oh, yeah. uh, so this is actually one of the ones from Stavi's workshop. Then, uh, uh, I guess my story, uh, if you want one real quick, sure. would be uh, the the announcing of the pricing and uh, the speeds for the Starlink internet service. Okay, uh, where yeah, where I used to live, I used to live deep in a valley, and the only option we had for for internet was Comcast, and mm-hmm. it was a you know, everyone knows all the problems with Comcast and the, and the costs associated with it, and but there was no other option. Uh, now that Sky, the Starlink is up there, uh, it's going to be $99, what they say, plus $4.99 for the kit uh, to get the satellite service. Uh, with speeds better than what I got from uh, cable, uh, you know, so uh, hopefully if that does go out, it gives people an option, uh, you know, besides the, you know, the government enforcement monopoly of like the local cable companies. Well, and there's also, uh, there's also been HughesNet too. Uh, my, my father had, again, still had DSL didn't even work where he was. So, and, you know, dial up, this doesn't, you know, hasn't been viable for like 15 years. Right. <laughs> so he did get the HughesNet and it was like, he still kind of barely had internet <laughs> with that thing. So yeah, and, and from what, everything I read about it, and especially in some of the demos, you know, that I've seen in the last in the last week or so on the different different you know tech channels, uh, is is that uh, it's more of a regular uh, kind of a, more of a regular internet experience, including yeah. very very good uh, ping speeds. You, you oh. know, like you could play a video game over Starlink, which I'm not sure you'd be able to do over HughesNet. Not very uh, well. I no. Think, I think the latency would be too bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, you'd be able to play uh, from the speeds that I saw, uh, at least in the demo. Mm-hmm. You'd be not only be able to play something like like Among Us, uh, but also something like uh, like a, like Star Wars Squadrons, you know, and still have a chance to to compete. So uh, that's pretty cool. The story I'm finding on Verge says that uh, they expect to see data speeds between 50 and 150 megabytes per second, which is you know comparable to what I'm uh, either my my LTE or my FiOS connections, right? Uh, where I'm at, uh, but also yeah, so that latency is key. And, and to to and actually, uh, one time I attempted to FaceTime with my father over his internet, and it was impossible. Like the lag, it was absolutely the lag. Like it was like say your thing, he responds, <laughs> kind of thing. See, I, I actually thought I was cutting out there. I no, actually yeah, thought, see, oh my goodness, see, like my headphones are dying. What it, the other thing about it is, it gives a really high. It, it increases your quality of life. The latency. Yes. Uh, l- like like uh, what the other host here, like John. I also happen to work for a, a uh, financial titan, uh-huh. and uh, occasionally uh, in my old job, 
there used to be, we used to have to deal with a lot of customer problems. And uh, one of which was someone who was using a, a thing like HughesNet to try and do some online banking. Uh, but what happened was like their latency was so bad uh, it was it was causing like like server issues. Like it wasn't like they couldn't sync up the data. Yeah, uh, and, and they were not able to use online banking. Wow, um, because of the latency of of, the, of their internet service. Um, you know, I mean, this was a, like a little bit ago, and I'm sure things might have been better, might be better now, especially on on the server side. But it, it's those types of problems, you know, that, that rural folks are, are really confronted yep. with that we who live beyond the first world don't even think about, but it's yeah. out there and making the internet a more egalitarian experience, you, mm -hmm. you know, through things like, like Starlink and, and just competition. It does nothing but raise, mm -hmm. raise all of our ships. There is a, a not insignificant section of people that still do not exist in an internet age in this country. Um, you know, again, my, my father was one of them, was barely on it, you know what I mean? Uh, and it was just capability, you know, just to kind of catch up and do what he needs. And that's a, that's an opportunity fail as well. Um, especially since that's usually areas that maybe, you know, um, there's not a lot of opportunity and then this creates like, if you want to sell your pens on Etsy, wherever you may be, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, perfect example. Uh, by the way, there's already bids, uh, additional bids for for, for Katie's bed. Oh, so, fantastic! Uh, we're, off to, we're off to a great start. Awesome, Yay! awesome, awesome. <laughs> uh, we'll be sure to be pushing that here throughout the week as well, and we'll we'll put, we'll put a clip out of uh, you going over the pens as well. So, um, excellent, excellent. So, well, with that, uh, I think that's enough awesome for today. Uh, Chris, once again, where can people find you online and what you're doing? Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Panster, uh, and then uh, also uh, Monburgers Modern uh, Pens and Wands. On that's just Monburgers Modern on Twitter. And otherwise, you can probably see me going from McDonald's to Mo to McDonald's looking for the McRib. <laughs> Make sure you care for the, the, those social media folk out there. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, Katie. You were you were talking about that the other day on the, on the Slack. So. Yeah. so it was like what was it what was a humanized marketing twitter accounts day or something like that something like that it was like they asked they always ask where the mcrib you know when mcrib's coming back but never how the person is who's tweeting. yeah and it was like a whole thread of like hbo and at&t and and, and like Pantene. a whole a whole bunch of other companies be like yeah everybody just asked me about this you know kind of thing you know but never ask how i am you know <laughs> so uh uh miss katie kitty hello katie <laughs> hello katie <laughs> where can people find out uh keep up to date what's going on with you uh kate marie pgh on instagram k Dutters on twitter yeah that's pretty much it and officially because we did not mention um we mentioned your the radiation fashion show but you did complete it or ahead yes. of schedule i believe and yep. rang the bell on friday as well I did. All done. At least with treatments for now. <laughs> yes. Two bells down. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, great news. I can just there. see my head in the screen with my ears. and It's like really amusing. <laughs> <laughs> She's just entertaining herself right now. <laughs> no, I, no, just don't mind me. <laughs> and of course, John Chichilla at Chilla on the Twitters. Who John Chichilla on the Facebook. I love, I love that, you know, every day you're Tony Stark. and every, I, try, I try my best. Today you're just glowy. 
glowy. I'm glowy, uh, I'm glowy I mean, Stark. You could always do a throwback. Stark. <laughs> yeah, you can always do a throwback and uh, and uh, and uh, be the Verizon guy. I I still have that jacket. It's not down here, but I do still so, have the jacket. I think there was a thing. I we I think we talked about this. I think when you showed up, like whatever tweet up or whatever, I'm like, is that the Verizon guy? Because I think you had a Verizon shirt on. <laughs> I, like, I had I had I have I have a Verizon wireless. Like I have not his jacket, but the. A yeah. jacket like from he the wa- commercial. He walks in with this thing and he kind of looks like the guy, like enough for you to see in like whatever dark bar or whatever we were in. Uh, <laughs> and I was just like, the Verizon guy here? What's happening? Like, I know it's a social media event, but what? What? <laughs> so, so, you're, so can, can I just tell one quick story that okay. is related to that? Okay. It, it, it is Verizon guy adjacent. Okay. Uh, so uh, there is an actor named James Conroy. And who is better known as the, uh, the guy from the Ameritrade commercials? And he used to be the Sprint guy. Mm. And uh, he looks and sounds like me uh, <laughs> to the point where, like, if I put on the glasses, uh, and it, he he used to do the commercials. It was him and a subcontinental. I, I think it was it was an Indian fellow. Uh, they're the typical IT nerd, and they'd be doing their stuff. Uh, Someone actually turned me in and reported me to our corporate ethics department uh, for doing commercial work for another bank uh, or for another financial institution. I, I, I think, that was I think very, is this him? Weird. Is this him right here? Uh, is this, is that yeah, him? There he that's is. The guy. Look that's at that. the guy. That's a uh, business uh, Riker. Pardon me? <laughs> it's business Riker. It's business Riker. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, have, I am very sensitive. About being mistaken for uh, for for television commercial pitchman. Hold on, we gotta uh, try. You, you can put glasses on real quick. You have you got glasses handy to put on real quick. Hold on, hold on. I always we have got, glasses. We got handy. camera one, camera one, camera two, camera one, camera two, camera one, camera two. All right, <laughs> there you go. There's your comparison right there. Oh, oh, that doesn't go there. Okay, we're just gonna put that there for now. You guys are gonna get a low shot on the on the on the meetup, um, but. <laughs> So, um, it's gonna fall, and you and just that, that yeah. one's for your that one's for your OnlyFans. Yeah, this is my OnlyFans cam over here. It's just you guys. So, thank you, everybody at Sorgatron on the Twitter. A lot of great stuff going on. A lot of great interviews happening. A lot of great shows over at SorgatronMedia.com. Uh, we had a great uh, podcast, uh, part one of an interview, um, talking about bilingual uh, 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 counseling in Pittsburgh. Actually, um, great story uh, there um, with uh, Gloria over there. I will. Definitely. See, I need the Duolingo, so I stop butchering people's last names too. Uh, so, um, goals, goals for 2021. Uh, so, uh, or maybe I'll listen to a lot of those on my three-week RV trip. Uh, but, anyways, thank you guys so much for being a part of the show, for enjoying the show, for uh, joining us live on the show, and being a part of the show. Uh, uh, we hope to see you guys on all the social media, and of course, the Awesome Cast Facebook group. And uh, until then, you have been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.